and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman, and I am excited once again to have you join me. Like, you have no idea how happy it makes me just to know that some people out there in the world are listening to my podcast, that you have subscribed to my podcast, and that you listen to me on a regular basis. And um, while I would love to think that you come back just for me, what I know is that you come back because I have the most amazing people on my podcast on a regular basis. And today is absolutely no different. Um, You know, God has been so great to me that he has brought so many people into my life. And some of the people that you've met have been people who I've known for years. And today you're going to meet somebody that I have not known very long. But you know what? There is kindred spirits in the world, and I think we're going to be connected for a really long time. Uh, We both have the ability to talk so much that we could suck all the air out of the room, and uh, we both have our hands in about 75 pies at any given moment. And you know what? We're successful at all 77 pies, at least from our vantage point. So today I want to introduce you to my friend Samantha Snipes. Samantha is, uh, I, it, it would be difficult to list all of the things that she does, but she and her husband uh, are, have been in business together for a lot of years. Uh, she's done women's ministry and missions is really her heart, so she's done that for a long time. Uh, she and her children, they own a Lego company. I'm anxious to hear a little bit more about what that's all about because you're going to find that super amazing. And uh, just, you know, she's writing a book. Uh, just all kinds of stuff is going on in your life. So welcome to the show, Samantha. So, uh, you know, it's so funny because I'm always looking for people who are willing, you know, I'm like, are they a sucker? Will they willing to be on my podcast with me? Right. And so you were like, sure, no problem. And uh, so I gave her like my promo material. I gave her one of my books and I'm like, now you have to come and be on my podcast. So it's kind of a bribe. It totally worked. It totally worked. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about you. Um, A Lego business. Tell us about your family. All right. So. The Lego business is kind of funny, but it stems out of who we are, and we all just need to do what we got in us. So um, my husband is an entrepreneur at heart. So we've been married 25 years. Woohoo! Yay! And um, been in business longer than that in multiple different businesses. So our focus in business is real estate. Um, but we want to teach our children how to be entrepreneurial and how to generate income. And so... Um, when they were younger, their passion was Legos, and that was a thing. They kept buying all kinds of Legos, and we're like, well, you know, a good thing place to start to start a business is out of your passion. Right. So we decided to we would go into reselling Legos, and we have done that. So it's kind of been funny, but our kids are part of it, and they are, one, being the expert of all things Lego and every movie out there. So Lego now makes, you know, Ninja, they make um, superheroes, all the Marvel, all the DC comics, everything in that. And one son is an expert in that, full expert, knows all of it, knows, knows the characters in every last one of those movies. And they make Lego little figures. Uh-huh. Then our other son, and so he helps with the product part of it. Then our other son is excellent at digital photography and video, and so he sets up sets, and he does Instagram with uh, the Legos, 
and he makes it so and so what we want to teach our kids though is how to generate income from nothing just right. an idea right that's and that's what a true entrepreneur is right, right? Exactly. and um and so what a great how old are your kids so now there are 13 and 16. And how old were they when they started the Lego business? So we have been doing it. We just actually restarted it up this past year, maybe a few months ago, but we had been doing it um, five years. And there was a segue of, um, we took a pause on it because we moved to Oklahoma. Right. And everything kind of just shifted and we thought, okay, we'll focus on different things. But it ended up coming back to say, hey, let's do this again just for fun and really establish it because they're older now. Right. They can actually get the the buying part of it. They can get the actual marketing, the selling, and all the components of customer service and all these things. So it was kind of cool to see them on this side mm-hmm. as compared to the younger side. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and you homeschool your kids. Exactly. And yep. that's one of the pies that you have your hands exactly. in right now yes. is you homeschool your kids. Um, and... And so just talk a little bit about uh, the process of homeschooling. Like as a mom who has a lot going on, um, how is homeschooling, how did you guys decide to homeschool to start with? Well, it actually, um, it started out when we, well, where we moved from is St. Augustine. We lived on an island. It was gorgeous, wonderful island life. But for middle school, we said, okay, we're going to homeschool our kids in middle school. In our thoughts, that's why we were new. A lot of our friends were doing it. Not that, and we were all going to be like a group. And we were going to homeschool our kids together for the middle school years. Well, what ended up happening is we moved to Oklahoma. And I um, ended up taking a position in, in ministry full time. And I thought, oh my goodness, we had committed to the kids to do this. And maybe, um, are they interested in doing it or not? And so what we did is they were. Um, We went down a program that had online teachers at first. Right. So it was online teachers. They they watched the videos, and it was able to be managed. We did have someone who um, was a student teacher and helped, came over daily, because I was working full-time. Right. And now, the past year, that situation has changed. I'm not working full-time and able to devote more time, so we changed the curriculum, and the curriculum now involves me teaching more. So what that does, though, is it allows me to develop inside them their passions. Right. So the oldest one is interested in photography, so one of his courses is photography, and another, and he learns programs, so he'll learn like Adobe Premiere in another one of his courses, as well as the... English, math, science. Right. But we can incorporate their passions and develop them within that framework. And it also gives us the ability to travel, which is our family's passion too. Sure. So we travel often and school goes with us as we do. So it's amazing because they can see the world and then we can teach and we can do it at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's been actually a great opportunity as well as responsibility. Right. Right. That's (laughs) awesome. We're not going to do that. (laughs) You know, one of my favorite quotes is Mark Twain and he says the two best days of your life the day you were born the day you discover why and I believe that that. everybody is on God puts all of us on the planet doesn't matter how we got here God put us on the planet with a purpose a plan and a destiny that was uniquely created for us and when we learn to live our life in that plan and destiny then it's when we thrive right and and yes 
I love public schools and they certainly fit a need and they, they're, they're great. But one of the things that they're limited in is they can't put people in their passions. Right. And, uh, you know, I have six grandchildren. We were talking about that before we started the show. And, and I was reminding my, my oldest grandson is an amazing reader, taught himself to read at age six. Like it was just God inspired him. He could read. Uh, he, he was reading words he couldn't understand most of the time. That he, you know, he, he, he'd read the word. He didn't know what it meant. But he could read the word because I remember we were at the pool one day and he said, Poppy, what is what are pool chemicals? So he knew that he could read the words pool chemicals, but he didn't have any idea what pool chemicals were. And uh, and so he was doing some things and like he's very cognitive. Uh, he's probably not the kid you want for your pickup basketball team, although he's big for his age. He's just not that's not his that's not his jam, you know. Yeah. And um, and anyway, I, we were talking to him and his dad was complaining about something. And I said, you know, I really believe in this day and time we've forgotten the idea that the gifts, the talents, the passions that you see in your children are there because they're necessary for them to fulfill the destiny that yes. God created them for. And when we can, when we push them into a place of conforming to this expected, whatever we, we, we minimize, we push out those things that they need. My, my son, the pastor, uh, from the time he was three, he was speaking adult sentences. All of, I mean, the kids never shut up since. And, um, you know, if he's in the room, everybody knows he's there. He never stops talking. And he's been able to draw a crowd from the time he was five. You know, he, he can captivate a, a room and it's, it's all very natural and normal for him, which are great characteristics to have if you're pastoring a church right. and preaching every Sunday. Right. It's important that you can get people to listen to you when you talk. And, uh, and so when, we, when you look at your kids and saying, well, his, his passion is photography and video and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm thinking, is he old enough for me to hire him yet? Uh, you know, does he need some school activities? Like I can hook him up with projects totally. or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking selfishly <laughs> as you describe your children. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's a great thing to do. Now you're getting ready to start a new business. Tell us about yes. that. So, um, part of what you said too, on just jumping off into what's in your heart and your purpose and things like that. Well, in my heart is, um, is words a lot of times and art at the same time. So it was funny that my husband, he, um, he came, he came up on this idea and he said, I think this is you. I really believe I've heard of God. And I said, Oh, you know, to right. your wife like that. And you're like, I cannot wait to hear this baby. What do you have to say to me? He says, words of art dot life. And I said, Oh my goodness, that's totally me. That's and awesome. The thing that I want to like, just say too, is it's kind of cool is that you can see a pattern in your life, but right. you don't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. You don't recognize that. Um, so like even that picture, you don't recognize that you do that all the time, right? That's just who you are. Uh -huh. And you don't even recognize that as being separate or like to develop as a creative idea it's just part of you right so I said that would be just so awesome that I would develop something that's just part of me to be an outlet 
and I love art and I love words and I love I love people to feel inspired right and for them to just be able to run with it and so I am starting that as of this coming Friday <laughs> and, and what you don't know and and brag for me is that she brought me one of her pieces of art and it's amazing and I love it because gifts is my love language so I was very excited that she came and brought gifts we are now Yay. forever friends um, because like that is the coolest thing ever um so tell us a little bit about uh, if you you know when you speak to you talk about words of art mm-hmm. uh, tell me about what what's a message that you really think women need to believe or people need to believe in general well something that you had said earlier on purpose is that I believe that a lot of people negate and they don't feel that they have purpose uh-huh and what I had just said too about something that comes out of you and you don't even recognize it is part of your purpose. And I enjoy speaking to people and helping them understand who they are and their purpose. Mm-hmm. And I believe that people, we all, iron sharpens iron. My husband saying that and hearing from God and giving that me that inspiration was lift to my soul and my spirit. And I believe that as we engage as just people, we can do that for one another. Right. And so in this business, I want to use it to inspire people to be able to say, hey, let this be something that can lift and inspire you today or have you go towards your purpose. Right. So that is super awesome. So tell me, um, you did, you've done ministry mm-hmm. all over the world mm-hmm. um, and missions is on your heart. Yep. Is there a particular place that you're tied to? Well, see, that's interesting. Not so much, but I, I love going pretty much anywhere. It's probably wide open. So I'm not kidding, it sounds odd, but I, South America, Central America, Africa, um, I have now have a new heart feeling for India. So it's interesting, those are kind of places that are on my heart at the present moment. All right. Um, and, and I've gone to almost all of them, not India, um, yet. And um, so yeah, I don't, and that's why I do, I love leading teams, and I love, I love ministering, yes. I love I love going out and just um, being on the mission field and working with people and seeing God touch them right where they're at. And That's it doesn't awesome. matter. There's not a language barrier, nothing. And all it is about is relationship with God. And out of the 7 billion people on planet Earth, that's really the bottom line is my heart is to connect people to God. Right. In relationship. And really help them understand that God is a relational God. Like he is passionately pursuing you. He's madly in love with you as a person. Exactly. Out of of all the people on the planet, he is pursuing you. Right. And, uh, And what a when people can get a hold of that, you know, exactly. and they can get past the, well, I'm not worthy or the, right. whatever the lies that right. devil feeds them to, right. that convinces them that that's not a thing. Right. Um, you know what? You're not disqualified. Exactly. You've never been disqualified. You've always been fully loved. You've always been fully pursued. Yes. And just helping people recognize that is a passion of mine too. Like I want people to know who they are in Christ. Yes. I want them to know how madly in love. Uh, God's love is audacious. 
You know, it's audacious Mm -hmm. and it is overwhelming and all consuming and swimming in that is Mm -hmm. like the glory, the most glorious thing on the planet. I like, I love, that's my, that's my thing. That's my jam, man. I love that jam. I'm in the same jam as you. Yes. And so, uh, the, just the idea of, of sharing that if people knew that God, Every person on the planet would get would come to Jesus. Exactly. That's that's what I believe. I believe and I also too. believe God's big enough to introduce himself to them. I do too. Right? I do and I too. think sometimes we put too much pressure on people to seek after him. And I'm like, dude, he's a big God. He can introduce himself to you. Let's put some of the pressure on him. You know? And uh and he you know what? He always comes through because yeah. he's he desires a relationship with everyone he He desires a relationship with us well so thanks for hanging out with me i always like to tie up my podcast at the end with what i call the rapid fire question section and uh, so these are not deep and theological these are just kind of the first thing off the top of your head um so favorite meal pizza pizza pepperoni all the stuff none of the stuff cheese okay a whole nother talk but been vegan so try to i try to do it vegan Vegan pizza. What, what? How did you decide to be vegan? That was a health thing. Okay. So All right. initiated by a health thing. All right. Well, go you. Yeah. Okay. I think that's. <laughs> I think there's an anointing for that that has not encountered my house. Oh my okay. Uh, but I celebrate that. That if that's you, I celebrate you in your veganness. Thank you. Very Rock much. on. Yeah. Um, if you so then my next question is if Jesus had a candy bar, what would it be? Well, see. Okay, that's not very vegan. I'm no. I'm gonna be real with that. Like, although there is. Okay. If if I go vegan, I get I do get like a dark chocolate candy bar. Okay, and it's awesome, uh-huh. and that's vegan. Okay, okay. Not vegan would be like a milk dud kind of a thing. Ah, see, you know, caramel and chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's a good stuff. That's totally. Um. So, do you have a favorite TV show? Well, goodness, that's a good one. We ha- I have multiple. So my youngest son and I, that's kind of like a thing. We like go on stretches uh-huh. of watching TV shows. So we've done The Flash. We've done The Arrow. We've done Chuck, Psych, you know, those kinds of things. I okay. Guess would be, yeah. All right. Favorite book you've read that's not the Bible? Favorite book I've read that's not the Bible. Hmm. That's a good one. Well, you can't believe I can't believe I'm more stumped on that one. I'm gonna have to think through that one. Okay, well, if it comes back, if something comes to you, you can you can okay, we'll cycle it around, yeah, right? I got so many in my head, and I'm just sure. Yeah. If you could say one thing to make Jesus famous, what would it be? That would make Jesus famous. Um, I think audacious love is good. But, you used your word audacious, but I love that. Yeah, I think that if people would understand, because love actually has no walls and it doesn't create boundaries mm-hmm. for people it's encompassing it's all encompassing sure so i believe if people ran into love they would know that they are accepted fully and completely as who they are well that's awesome thanks for um hanging out with me thanks for doing this podcast jumping in being brave right in the first you know i mean like most people know me more for more than a week before i can wrangle them in to do a podcast but hey listen you know i if i keep doing this podcast i'm god's just gonna have to keep introducing me to you know some of the billion people on the planet and and i'm excited about that and uh, so thanks for hanging out with me. I'll put some of your information in the show notes so people can know how to find you. Do, are you on Instagram, social media of any kind? Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And uh, so if they want to connect with you, do you do, t- 
could they hire could they have you come speak to their women could they have you come speak to their church what would that look like definitely um yes they could um and i speak to actually women and and um groups different groups so yes so um and i'm confident knowing her that it will not be boring and that is awesome because that's my favorite kind of thing i'm every time i speak i'm like dear god please don't let me be boring Oh, that would never happen. That, no, can't do, can't do boring. So, uh, so thanks for joining me. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for, and and thanks to you, the listener, uh, for coming to join me again. This is that time of the show where I ask you to do my three favorite things. First of all, uh, if you're a new listener, would you just hit that subscribe button right there so all of my podcasts. Uh, are in your feed every time they come up and also if you could give me a five-star rating on itunes that helps get my podcast bubbling up to the top so that i'm hanging out with people like Stephen furtick or td jakes or whoever else is doing a podcast of of note and finally would you do something super important me would you share this podcast with your friends and invite them to come and give it a listen and hopefully they'll enjoy it as well uh you know just share it and say hey this is a great podcast you should listen and invite your friends to do that because that really helps because at the end of the day uh, god has brought some amazing people into my life and the whole world needs to know them so thanks for hanging out with me today and until we meet again remember he doesn't waste a thing